welcome to the GV Talks Book Show, where it's all about reading and literacy at Genesee Valley Central School and the world. Join us as we discuss book studies, additions to our library, and hear about the amazing literacy celebrations that occur throughout the year. Join me, your host, Lindsay Simpson, as we hear from our very own Genesee Valley literacy gurus and students as we celebrate literacy together. Hey, welcome everybody to our next episode of GV Talks Books. We are starting a new series today, and it is all about the little house in the big woods. And we're reading this book with Mrs. Northseth Porn and our third grade classes with Miss Schmidt and Miss Schaefer. So there are tons of characters in this book, and we're going to be talking about those characters during our episodes. Um, but let's, before we dive into when the book takes place and where it takes place, let's introduce our guests. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Jacob. My name is Jacob, and I'm in third third grade. I am Kinsley, and I am in third grade. Hi, everybody. I am Mrs. Norsethaporn, and I'm the librarian that has the privilege of reading this story to these third graders. My name is Avery and I am in third grade. Awesome, thank you so much for joining us, Avery. So, um, Mrs. Rosetta Porn, can you tell us a little bit about when and where our book takes place? Um, sure, this is uh, Little House in the Big Woods, and it is set in colonial uh, times. The uh, third graders were doing a, a colonial unit. They were talking about uh, that time period, and of course, this book popped right into my mind. So we decided to uh, start reading it and doing different activities with it. It's uh, This particular story is, um, the location is in Wisconsin, in the big woods of Wisconsin. Awesome. So we have we're have a family in the colonial times in woods in the Wisconsin in Wisconsin. So we are a few chapters in, but today we're going to talk about chapter one. So in this chapter, we read about butchering day, which is very interesting to hear about, and all the different food that the family ate and how they had to store their food, because in the colonial times, obviously. We didn't, they didn't have the same things that we have now. So Jacob, can you tell us a little bit about what kind of food they ate in this colonial time? Sure. It was mostly meat and a little bit of plants that they grow in a garden. And the dad would go hunting and usually bring back games for tea. So. Awesome. Yeah. So you kind of hit the nail on the head right there. So we had to do a lot of hunting and planting to get our food. Um, were they able to go to the grocery store? No. No. No Pringles chips. No Oreos. So it, it took a little bit more work. Um, so how would they store their food? Uh, they would usually, well, in the story that we're reading, in the winter they would 
they they hollowed out a log, a big log, and hang the meat on nails. Um, in the log. Why would they have to do that? So, to freeze it and keep it cool. There, there was something else, Jacob. Do you remember? Uh, in the in the bottom of the log, they built something and it did something special to the meat. Um, they they, we, they they would they made like. They Remember put the, the fireplace on the bottom, yeah. so yep. the, the smoke would get trapped in it, yep. so it smoke yep. the meat. Good. You got it. Nice. They had to smoke the meat because did they have a refrigerator that they could put in it to uh, to keep it good? Nope. No, so they had to smoke it. What when they smoked it? Do you remember what that made the meat into? Uh, it made it easier to store during yeah. the summer and made it taste better because they had it had a smoky flavor. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it kind of made it into jerky. So, like, right now, you can go out and buy jerky today, and that's what they were doing in the tree. They were lighting that fire and, and smoking it and making it into jerky. Awesome job, Jacob. Thank you so much for sharing um, about their food. So, I touched on it a little bit, but, Jake, can you kind of talk more about how is that different from today? Uh, Like, you could go right to the grocery store and buy whatever you wanted and like but they didn't have like their neighbors were miles away so it's a little hard to have a friend back then <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a lot harder isn't it there there's not mm -hmm. someone right next door you yeah there's no someone right next door <laughs> yeah so what would you prefer to live how would you prefer to live would you ha like to live just how we do now where you can run to the store run to crosby's and grab a treat and grab a snack um or would you rather do it like our ingles family where they had to hunt and plant and smoke and do all the work i i would actually like to live in the colonial times i really like hunting and gardening so i'll probably I, I would want to live during the colonial times. Jacob, that's awesome. And you know what? We still need hunters and planters now yeah. and farmers. So yeah. I'm glad that's that how, you that's like where it. we that's how grocery stores get stuff to sell. They that's right. Best people to and like farmers so like they can harvest meat and do all that. Love it. Kinsley, what do you think? How would you like to live? Would you like to live in the colonial times or would you like to live how we do now where you can just run to the grocery store? How we li live right now. I think that would be better because it was cool back in the winter when they were hunting. It's a little easier, huh? Avery, you can unmute yourself. I would love to hear what you think. How would you like to live? Do you want to be back in the colonial times or do you want to live like we have now and right have grocery here. stores? Um, right now. 
Why? Because it's just a lot easier. Uh, yeah. It is you easier, but all I, the I work. like doing work. Well, we need hard workers, so I appreciate you, Jacob. But I have to agree with the ladies. I really like to run to the grocery store and get my ice cream or um, get my snack. Uh, but I appreciate you, Jacob, because I think someday you're going to be the one behind the scenes getting it for me. Probably. <laughs> Mrs. Nurse Ethiporn, how about you? Um, I think, you know, at first glance, it sounds like a lot of fun to live in the colonial times, you know, and you think, oh, I could do this. This would be great. But day in and day out, hmm. I, I remember when I was reading it to the kids, they kind of looked at me like, why so many words just to tell us how to do one thing? Because the book is trying to make the point, the story is trying to make the point that it's really hard. It's really hard to get yeah. something very simple. So yeah. probably, I'm probably gonna say today, I would prefer today, but it'd be kind of cool for a little while to live like, you know, maybe yeah, like a weekend people. camping trip. Yeah, you know, like a little little uh, colonial vacation. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so there's a place you could kind of go and mimic. Yeah. Uh, what was it called, like Jacob? Colonial town. I think that's it, oh. or something like that. Nice. So our next question, um, or kind of the next thing we're going to talk about from chapter one, is that they shared some ways that Laura's family entertained themselves, um, a little different than what we have. So what ways did our Ingalls family have fun? By spending time together and having fun. They spent a lot of time together, right? Avery, if you would like to unmute yourself, can you think of any other ways that the Ingalls family had fun? Playing with um, Jack. Yeah, who is Jack? Jack the is the dog, right? Yes, the dog. Yeah, so they played with their dog and they played with each other. Jacob, can you think of other ways that they had fun? Well, Usually in a family, there'd be a lot of kids, like a lot of siblings, and they made uh, dolls out of little uh, handkerchiefs and corn stalks. So nice yep. job! And again, they're having to make their own toys, right? You can't just go to a toy store. Mm -hmm. So and kids video games. Right, yeah, they didn't have video games. No. That would probably, they probably would have liked it though. Unless if you made one up, like just not, no screen and no electronic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make your own game. Kinsley, can you share with us, is there anything that they played with that we still have that we could play with too? Yeah. Like what? Like, one of the siblings had a doll, and the other one had a corn. Right. Doll. Yeah, we still have dolls, don't we? Uh, I, have, I have and corn. They used to have, like, kites. And we, we still have kites. We do still have kites. So that's a toy that's lasted a really long time. They played with it in the colonial times, and we still have yeah. kites. 
and there's like marbles and little tops that they would play with. And ball, I think there's like balls stuff, stuffed with feathers, like leather balls stuffed with feathers. Oh, oh, oh Jacob, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, jump in here for just a second. And the rest of you too. When you said ball, what did they make a ball out of? Uh, Avery, do you remember? The bladder. The bladder of a pig, right? So they did it during the butchering time. They took the bladder and blew it up, and then that was their ball. So could we still play with that today? Probably, but that would be gross. Sure could. Would we? No. No, probably not, right? Probably not. No, but we could. That's a perfect. Thank you so much, Mrs. Nurse at the Porn. I forgot about that little yeah, detail. Yeah. 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 The fun, the fun things they made with the the parts of the pig, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that scrunched everyone's nose when we read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did they um, do with the tail? Uh, they so, make... Right. They took. They were given the tail also, but they didn't make a toy with it. What did they do with the tail? Um, do you remember? No, I did they did they roast it like a marshmallow and oh, then yeah, eat yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they roasted it like a marshmallow and then ate all the meat off the tail. And then who got the bones? Uh, I think it was yeah, it was Jack. It was Jack. Yeah, yeah, he Jack got the, the dog. I bet he yep. appreciated a bone. Mm-hmm. A bone. Yep. Some of uh, a dog toy to play with. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that's similar to what we do now too, right? Do we get bones for our dogs? Well, like not real bones, but like little plastic ones that are hard, little a little harder to chew. We sometimes we usually just get real edible ones. I got a new puppy. So can your new puppy might need a bone. So we there's a lot of similarities between what they did back then and what we do now and we can even see if you're watching on the video there's we got a little peek at avery's dog so we have you know similarities between the ingles family in the colonial times and what we're living now even though it was so long ago um so to kind of finish out our our conversation um i would love to hear who your favorite character is in our book so let's start with kinsley Kinsley, who is your favorite character and tell us why? My favorite character was Pa because he did all the hunting to get everyone food. Nice job. Yeah, Pa is a hard worker. He did all the hunting. He's getting everybody food. Jacob, who is your favorite character? It, the, I think it was Pa or... It was Jack. Tell us why. I like Jack because it's a do- he's a dog and dogs are awesome. And uh, I like Pa because he goes hunting and does all the most of the work. Great job, Avery. Do you have a favorite character? Um, Jack because I love dogs and mm-hmm. yeah, dogs are awesome. I- I got a new puppy, so. There's new and puppies everywhere. Yeah, it's a perfect time to adopt one, too. <laughs> You're always Avery, home. tell us more why you like Jack. 
Because I really like dogs and they're really protective of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good reason. That's great. Mrs. Narsethicorn, do you have a favorite character? Oh, goodness. A favorite character. <laughs> um, I like Laura. Laura. I like the, Laura. She's the, the one girl. that, yeah, the little girl telling the story. Um, I, I like her. She's, uh, she gives us all of the insights and mm-hmm. she, it gives us a nice, um, a nice look through her eyes as a child, what it was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's nice. It's easy for us to kind of relate to and kind of go, oh, okay, I see what she's saying because mm-hmm. uh, it's a child t- telling the story. So, yeah. I think my favorite character is actually Ma because she is a hard worker, but in a different way, it's more subtle. So we hear a lot about how Pa is hunting and he's growing and he's gathering. Um, and we hear the story from Laura's eyes. Uh, but when they were talking about butchering day, it kind of stuck out to me because they said that Pa brought um, the pig, but then it was days of work for Ma after he left again. That she had a lot that she had to do. And then she brought all the girls in and they were doing all the work together. Yeah. Save the meat and make the jerky and fry the tail and make the ball. And so she kind of seems like a behind the scenes organizer. Probably my mom, which my mom and dad both teach at Genesee Valley. And she'd probably like Ma because she has to have everything pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining us today to talk about chapter one of Little House in the Big Woods. Would you want to come back and talk about another chapter on a different day? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would love to. Perfect. Yeah. From everyone here at Genesee Valley, we want to thank you for joining us in this episode of GV Talks Books. And to remind you that the journey of a lifetime starts with the turning of a page. Thank you.